Good evening, this is Raz's Football Show. Um, I've got Kevin with me and Bav on the line again. And we're going to be talking about our usual stuff, which is football. Now, sorry, I've had a couple of weeks off due to my illness. Um, as Bav and Kevin know, um, I was out for a couple of weeks due to an illness. Now I'm back and hopefully ready to go. Kevin, how you been, buddy? Yeah, yeah, been good. Yeah, not too bad. Um, from an Arsenal fan point of view, yeah, it's been it's been pretty good last few weeks. Apart from the FA Cup result um, going out against Southampton, um, but yeah, apart from that, yeah, in fo- football wise, job wise, life wise, yeah, the work life balance is okay. Um, yeah, life's good, man. The thing is, I mean. I think it's fair to say both of our teams have turned the corner. I mean, Liverpool, you know, two wins has made a massive difference for us in terms yeah. of it's brought us back on the on the map, I would say, or back in the title race. Um, United had a loss, uh, and I think they drew the last game or something as well. So they they, they've dropped, um, which has made you know a massive difference for everyone really because. Um, Everyone was talking about United, you know, looking to, you know, challenge for the title. And I think, was it me and yourself or me and Bab, one of us said that it's not going to happen. They're going to, you know, Oli's not going to be, Oli's not the guy to help United win the title. I don't think so. And I think Bab said they're in the title race, if I, if I remember yeah, correctly. No, I said they're at the top. Kevin said they can't win because of Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire's comical man yeah. he is comical I mean I, I I don't think he's a top level defender if I'm honest uh, with you Le- Leicester robbed them and they're just crazy for paying 75 80 odd million for him that's just nuts yeah I mean the thing is what I find about um Scholes guy I don't think he's tactically you know as good as some of the other managers he hasn't got no plan B he's got the same idea you know counter-attacking football with pace, uses Rashford's pace and Martial and all of them. And that's pretty much what he's got. But if there's a team getting at them, they ain't got no answers for them. Liverpool should have won that game, if I'm honest with you. We should, we should have won against them. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm talking about the league game, not the FA... Oh, well, the FA Cup one was another one that we should have won. But forget the FA Cup. It's, a, it's not worth talking about. Um, but I'm talking about the league game, nil-nil. That should have been one or two-nil, to be honest, to Liverpool, because we had them. You know, we were all over them at one stage, especially in the first half. So, having said that, yeah, I mean, the t- the league table starting to look like how it should look. We all knew that Man City were going to have that surge, which they, um, yeah, they've shown that they've got a game in hand and they what 44 points right now. So they look like they they look pretty strong, and although I think Aguero is still not fully fit yet, you know, Jesus and you know obviously the rest of them are still doing the job. It, um, and yeah, I think they're gonna be the team to beat this season. And I think the next it's game. It's an interesting time because um, I think De Bruyne picked up an injury as well, didn't he? So yeah, De Bruyne is going to be out most likely till end of Feb March. Yeah, so that that might open it up a bit. Um, you know, it's not it's not a straightforward title race that you guys were saying a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, COVID's gonna. COVID's played a massive it's part, isn't it? Yeah. 
COVID's played a massive part because as you know, the games have come thick and fast and with the pre-season not being the usual pre-season, we find that obviously look at the injuries Liverpool had, look at the injuries some of the other teams have had as well. It's all because of COVID, we all know that. And yeah, it's, it's not going to be the usual, um, usual title races that we see, but there's going to be a lot of changes up there. Believe me. Nah, I, I think it's going to be a two-horse race, um, Man City, Liverpool. And then I think the most fascinating race might be who will finish third and fourth for the Champions League spots. There's probably six, seven, eight teams fighting for that. I think uh, Leicester this season will do it. But again, you know, Brendan Rodgers is a right butler. I mean, every season he looks really strong and then towards the end he just like drops. Yeah, but I think... Leicester's problem is when Vardy doesn't play there, they're just bang average, to be honest. Yeah. And you could say that about most teams. Even Man City, right? We haven't seen Sergio Aguero play since last October. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, and that's six months. And obviously, they didn't sign anyone on loan. And as I've said, Gabriel Jesus may have all the talent in the world, but I, I would not have confidence in him leading my front line. Absolutely. I mean... He, he looks bang average, if I'm honest with you. And sometimes his positional play is just shocking, you know. Because the way the balls come from in City's team, he should be putting at least two, three a, a game, to be honest. Because he, But his position, he's always like either behind or he's in the wrong side of the, the goal. I don't know. I just don't think he's quite there. But yeah, I mean... Their defence is pretty solid. You know, let's be honest. They, their defence... Yeah, it's a bit like Deja Vu, but the other way around, you know. Last season, it was them that had the defensive injuries. Yeah. And you guys took advantage. And now this season, you guys have got all the defenders injured and they've got a good fit defence. So, um, yeah, but we've got the attacking... And, and maybe, maybe their name's in the title this season. Who knows? No, I, I still think that if... if um, these signings that we've made come good. I think we can still win it because if you saw the last game, uh, you know, against West Ham and West Ham, it's a good West Ham team this season as well. We we finished them, you know, and and the goals that Salah scored, that second goal especially, that was amazing, you know. Yeah, what? It was a nice goal. But best goal of the weekend is uh, Alonso from Chelsea. That was quite a stunning goal. I, I still think that Salah's goal was amazing. The way that. The right foot, yeah. Alonso's goal, the swivel, the, the chest and the swivel and the volley in. Amazing goal for a defender as well. No doubt about it. But I think Salah's goal, if you see the way Trent's crossed it, I mean, diagonal pass to Shakiri, and then Shakiri's first time pass straight over. And then for Salah to plumb it on his right and then clip it in with his left. It's the goal of the yeah. season, I think. I mean, both good goals, but of course you're going to side with Mo Salah. No, I'm not a biased um, host, you know, as you know, you know, and I do, I mean, I do, I do take sides and, you know, whatever, but, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to say credit where credit's due. That was an amazing goal and it was an amazing performance from Liverpool in the, in the two games that they played. And so, yeah, the title race is back on for us. In terms of Arsenal, I think you guys are looking better. I think Arteta's going in the right direction, that's for sure. What's your thoughts on that, Kevin? Yeah, like I said, yeah, it's been, um, yeah, in terms of the league form, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased. Um, yeah, no, no complaints on that front. Um, obviously, I would have liked us to stay in the FA Cup, but I think he just had a choice to make and, you know, 
he just chose to rotate his team and, and put out a weaker side for the FA Cup game and he paid off in the league game I guess he, he's chose one of the two and he's chose the league form so to be fair I, I think we're too far behind to to get in that top four yeah you are but I think top six is on so yeah I think we should just try and go for that try and finish this home I think, I think for you guys it's more of a case of I being... mean the good thing is the good thing is a lot of the teams above us even though they've got a game in hand I think they've all got to play each other sort of thing so maybe we can make up a little bit of ground but it's, it's going to be really hard to get in that top four yeah and I, I think um, a lot of people are asking why Arteta didn't focus on the FA Cup I mean yeah we've won it few times lately but it comes down to the money right winning the FA Cup or finishing 7th 8th ninth, 10th in the league you obviously are going to make a lot more money finishing higher in the league which is money hopefully that can be used to possibly acquire a player or two of high profile in the summer because we obviously need players I mean there's no denying that especially with the clear out we've had the last few weeks yeah I'll definitely take a top 4 finish this season over the FA Cup Yeah, maybe we should just concentrate on Europa League play our best team in that every week um, every time we play in that so. I think the problem for us in the Europa League we're, we're, we do well but then when it gets to the semi-final quarter-final stage we're, we're up against teams that are just way better than us mm. if I'm honest with you you guys yeah. I mean for you guys you've won the FA Cup what three times in the last five years or something like that it's, yep. you guys have always focused on the cup to- tournaments this time round, Arteta's thinking, you know what, we've done that, let's try and focus on the league. I think that's a good good strategy to have. There's, yeah. I mean, Klopp's doing the same thing. Some of these managers all do the same thing. The league is more important because it's more lucrative. So I think it's definitely worth, you know... And especially in a season like this, when the games are so close together. Yeah. You know, COVID, you don't, you don't know what games are going to get cancelled. So yeah, I think it's best that we just concentrate on the league. Yeah, exactly. Trying to finish up a high table as possible. Forget the FA Cup this season. I'm, I'm not too bothered about going out. FA Cups West Ham's this season. I'm giving it to them. They're gonna beat United. <laughs> they look like a cup team now this year. This year, if you look at their team, they got that cup team kind of feel to them. You know, with, you know, uh, what's his name, Mikel. Yeah, he's doing. He's the Lone Ranger at the front. They got Ben Rama, whatever his name, Ben Rama, whatever. He's he's at the back, uh, behind him, support play. Declan. Then you got Declan Rice, you know, and that Suchek, what a player he is as well. I mean, he's done really well since he joined them, and scoring some important vital goals. So yeah, I think they've got that cup kind of feel to them, and I think they'll be a challenge for Man United. That's for sure. I'll back them for their FA Cup. Definitely. What's your thoughts on the uh, on the transfers, though? Are you disappointed that Arsenal haven't signed anyone? Uh, I'll, I'll give us a s- seven out of ten this transfer window. Um, yeah, if you remember rightly, I said we needed some competition for Smith Rowe. We, we've got that. We've got Udegaard. Um We've got we've got the goalkeeper Matt Ryan because I don't trust Renarsson, so I'm, I'm happy that we've got Matt Ryan in. Um, Mustafi's gone, praise the Lord. Well, <laughs> I mean, but... Yeah, I think he had to go. He had right, to. You know, he was heavily linked with Liverpool, but I yeah, think, I, I think, know. Uh, I would have taken him. Right. 
I think with Klopp as a manager, we could have you the worst player in the team and he'll be the best. We could have had Lovren and we would have, it would have been amazing with Klopp. Okay. Now I'm telling you, this guy Klopp is he makes crap good. That's how he is. He's just such a inspirational manager. I, I, I think you know in the last twenty years he's been definitely the best manager we've had. Yeah, well, sorry, I, I sorry to sidebar a sec. Um, FA Cup. Uh, I was just looking on my phone. FA Cup winners get about sixteen million pounds, and even if you finish like seventeenth in the league, you're getting one hundred and five million. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. No brainer, exactly. I think, I think that's why Klopp and all these other managers focus on the league more, and they they swap their players about and for the FA Cup. You got absolutely. Them. So, what about the clear out of Arsenal, Kevin? Um, you were touching on a few players that are gone. Who else is gone? Um, Willock, Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I think that's almost confirmed to West Brom. Actually, yeah. it is confirmed to West Brom. I'm not sure about that one, to be honest. Um, it's only a loan, which is a good thing. Um, it's just if we get a, an injury to Tierney or Bellerin, he, he can play both sides. A bit like Swart, um, what's Cedric. the um, Cedric. Swartz. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit concerned if we get an injury to why those left-back or right-back areas, we're going to be a little bit light there. Um but he, he does need the game, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him on a personal level. Um, that he's, gives him a good shout to get in the England team, maybe if he could play week in, week out at West Brom. But yeah, I just think we needed a left back and, and we didn't get one. Um, so I'm a bit gutted about that. Willock, he's, it looks like he might be going Newcastle. Yeah, I think, I think that's done, which instantly makes him. Newcastle's best midfielder. Think about that. You think he's better than Shelby? Yeah, John Joe Shelby's. He's past I, it now. I, I don't even know how Liverpool side him. <laughs> you I, know what? Well, on his day, I thought he was decent. So hopefully, Riddick doesn't turn into that sort of player. You know, I, um, I, mean, I hope he comes back a better player than that. Steve yeah. Bruce, what ain't going to be? Eight new- minutes to go. So let's see if uh, any deals are done. I personally think that Steve Bruce ain't going to be at Newcastle for very long. They were heavily linked with trying to get Rafa back as well. Yeah, okay. maybe so. That w- wouldn't be a bad move. But Rafa right. said no. Well, what are Newcastle's expectations? Like, Their expectations are way beyond what they are, what they can achieve anyway. It yeah, they've got a nice been. stadium. They'll get, what, 55,000 in there, but they're, they're not a top 10 team. Nah. They're, there's better teams ahead of them. I mean, look at Southampton. Yeah. But what else has been going on, Kev, with Arsenal? I know there's been a bit of a clear out. So Yeah, I think I'm a bit gutted for Nelson, actually. It looks like he's he's staying. Um, and I'm surprised his agent wasn't really pushing to get him a loan move or, or something yeah. like that. Because I think it's going to be tough now for him to get past getting that first 11. He's going to have to really... Yeah, to be honest, he wasn't really playing much anyway, so... Yeah, so yeah, I would have liked him to go out on, on loan somewhere. But maybe, because William and Pepe, because they've been a bit hot and cold this season, maybe it might be a chance for him yeah. to maybe push, force him way in, his way in somehow. But yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I'm feeling for him anyway. And I, yeah, I hope, 
I hope you can make some sort of good season out of it. But um, it's going to be tough for him to get in the team. Guys, don't you think you guys are a bit weak up front? Obama, Obama Young, he's not, he, he's injured, right, right now. No, he, he's back tomorrow. He, he's, he was just taking care of his mother, uh, which you know I think most players but would do. Apart from Obama Young, who hasn't had the greatest of seasons, let's be honest. Lacazette ain't exactly the most prolific striker. You ain't got much choices up there. Yeah, I mean they're still Martinelli and I'm, I'm not honestly I'm not a fan of Nketiah, but again if you put Eddie in the team for about five six games in a row, he'll eventually find the back of the net. But it comes down to chances, and now with Martin Odegaard in the team, we should have a little more creativity than we've had the last six months. You know, oh. last few weeks we've done okay with Saka and um, Emil yeah, Smith Rowe, but even Emil Smith Rowe, he. he He's it, it looking like he's getting burnt out. That's what I see. What do you see, Kev? Yeah, I mean, I think this is his proper first sustained run in the team. So, yes, yeah, to be expected, he's gonna he's gonna get a bit tired. But um, yeah, we've got Udegaard now that hopefully could come in and and just take over there. Um, but, but you know what winds me up. What, and we did this with Ceballos season before last oh sorry last season we signed these players on loan but there's no deal in place mm. after that so what is the point of getting these guys because he may have a storming season for six months and Real Madrid may say oh you know what before joining Arsenal we were happy to take 20 million and they may say you know what screw it let's get 60 out of these guys because we have to end up paying it it's a short term fit we're just babysitting them basically <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that, man. What is this? Like, uh, we have Chuck E. Cheese over in America, which is like a, a, a daycare <laughs> where the kids go. Can I just mention something, guys? Yeah, um, go on. Meza Ozil going to Fenerbahce. Massive, yeah, massive I think, thing. I think it's a win-win for everybody. You say that. I, I, I still, you know, I, I heavily feel that you, um, Arsenal missed out on that one. You know, they they should have, whatever reasons there were, they should have let him play. Especially this season where COVID hit. He could so have why, why didn't you call Jurgen Klopp and say, hey, Ozil's available, put him in our team? We don't need him. We're too good for that. Ozil ain't on Liverpool level. It's about Arsenal. Level. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to be honest. When you look at the so team that we've got... He's your world class number 10. He, no, don't get me wrong. I think he's an amazing um, uh, playmaker, you know. And his passes and his assists are good. But you guys needed him, especially when you got a player like Obama Yang up front. That's all you needed. Yeah. We needed him. Those first few games of the season, we needed him. Imagine your season but, but, but with Mes- Smith Rowe came in. We've done all right. Yeah, but um, imagine your season with uh, Mesut Ozil in the team, at, especially at the beginning. I think the first game you were top of the league. Now, how could you... If you had Mesut Ozil in the team, you could have been kicking on. You never know what could have happened right now. Could have been fighting for the title. And I think that you got... Someone needs to take some sort of responsibility for that in in the hierarchy in Arsenal and just say, listen, you know what? That was a an absolute cock-up. Especially the fact that you guys... I mean, yeah, it's a win situation that you finally got rid of his contract because it's a, it was a humongous amount of money that you guys were paying him but hey you could have used that now, all that money that was wasted could have been used and those assists could have come through that's what I feel 
Yeah. Um, I'm just glad he's gone. I'm glad it, as a man, you know, I'm, I'm, I wish him the best, but I think we just needed to move on from, from Ozil. From Ozil's situation, um, I think yeah. It just ran its course. I'm grateful for him for ending our trophy drought. We went, what was it, nine, ten years of that. Any trophies and first couple of scenes, he, he, he changed that. He got us the FA Cup. Um, happy that he'd done that for us. Yeah. But yeah, the last two seasons have been a nightmare. But no fault to his to him though in terms of his gameplay. No, it's just a combination of he didn't get on with Emery in the when Emery took over from Wenger. Yeah. He, he wasn't working hard enough in training. Emery's seen that. Emery got sacked. Arteta came in. It's the same thing. You can't keep blaming the manager. At, at some point, you've got to look at the player and say, look, it's not working out. You're not working hard enough. You're not doing this. Maybe Move on. No. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I don't blame Emery or Arteta. If, if, it was, if it was just Emery, then maybe you could say, but it's Emery and Arteta that have had problems with him. So... I think Ozil's got to look at himself as well, yeah. Oh, News we'll... just coming in, uh, Josh King has signed for Everton. <laughs> <laughs> That's their level. Sorry, I'm, I'm not a huge Everton fan, so... Obviously... Uh, he's, he's just there as a backup to Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison. That's all he is. They, they could have got someone better. Upgrading but... on Arobi. <laughs> yeah. Um, i yeah. reject. Yeah, and Walker. <laughs> man, we've had so much, man. It's 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 weird seeing some of these guys play for some of these teams. I'm like, you guys are not even Premier League players anymore. Should be in the Championship or somewhere else, MLS or somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm hoping that Willock and Nelson. That's why I want them to sort them sort their acts out, you know, because that that could be them in five years' time. We could be saying, oh, Willock and Nelson never fulfilled their potential. So. Yeah, almost kind of like Jack Wilshire, right? I mean, yeah, Wilshire, mainly injuries caught up to him, but he's just been on free-fall, right? He was at West Ham for a bit, and mm. did he did he even sign with anyone recently? I think, I'm not sure. I think he's still a free agent. I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I was that desperate a few months ago. I would have actually had him back at Arsenal when, when this whole Ozil thing was going on. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, so what, he could play 20... 20 minutes of a game and then sit yeah, up. Yeah, right? just pure desperation, you know, because I could see we needed a number 10. Yeah. I mean, going back, let's, let's just quickly just mention a few other teams because obviously I know you guys are big Arsenal fans, but hey, this show is not just about Arsenal, it's about the league yeah. itself and the Premier League, so we need to talk about course, the Premier League. And at, going back to the way the league is right now, I am... Do you, you know, in terms of the relegation battle, what do you feel is going to happen there? Who do you think is going? I think Fulham don't look good. And I think, obviously, is it South, uh, Sheffield United? Are the, Fulham and Sheffield United definitely gone. Um, the third one there, who do you think could be? I mean, it's currently West Brom. I, I would say that three that are at the bottom right now are the ones going down. Yeah, that, oh, that, win that win for Brighton, that win for Brighton, come on Brighton, that oh, was massive, man. Massive. Seven-point breathing spot. Yeah. Because yeah. look, Sheffield United, they can't put the ball in the back of the net. That's 
one big problem. West Brom, they're too reliant on that Brazilian Pereira. And yeah, he's done okay the last few weeks, but he's got lucky as well. <coughs> and Fulham have got Mitrovic, and Mitrovic, good in the championship, but his temperament is the issue. And you yeah, know he's he got a red card start- in him every couple of games. But he hasn't been starting many games either, Beth. That's a problem. He hasn't. So that maybe Scott Parker sending a message out to him, like, you know, get your act together if you want to play. Um, Burnley may get dragged into it. They're they're struggling to put the ball... Honestly, even Wolves, I mean, ever since Raul Jimenez has been out, even, honestly, even when Jimenez was playing this season, they haven't really been at the races. So it it could be anyone, but I think the three that are at the bottom right now, Fulham, West... They deserve to be there, to be honest. I think the three that are at the bottom... The, the problem is leaking goals and not scoring enough. And all three yep. of them are, is that. Especially Sheffield United. They've just, they don't look like a premiership team. I'm sorry. I mean, last season was, seemed like it was a long time ago. Yeah, but remember, I mentioned it a few, a few podcasts ago. I think they missed Dean Henderson big time because Ramsdale is a clumsy goalkeeper. Oh, Dean Henderson was at least, you know, 15 points for them. Yeah. Yeah, at least big player, big, big player, goalkeeper. I mean, and yeah, well, he was always due to go back to United. Um, but yeah, in terms of well, the transfer windows now closed, right? Eleven o'clock yep. done. So yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting season now with Liverpool getting some centre backs, and the next game is Manchester City versus Liverpool next next week, I believe, right? No, no, no. It's it's, it's the week after because there's a midweek round. It's next weekend. Tomorrow. Uh, well, yeah, but the, your next league game is either tomorrow or Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, I think it's a Wednesday game. I believe there is a midweek game. But yeah, that game is going to be the crucial one. It will be important for Liverpool to get three points in that game because we will be then just a point behind them. But if we don't... Yeah, you, you could be ten points behind potentially yeah, if they win that game in hand. Yeah, yeah, and at, exactly. at that point, it's, it's, it's too big a gap. Too big a gap for with Man City, yeah. But I, I, I got a feeling that it will end up probably being a draw or something like that because with no Kevin De Bruyne and no Aguero, it's going to be difficult for him to beat a team like Liverpool with the form that we're in right now. Is it at Anfield or Etihad? I think it's at Anfield. And honestly, it doesn't really matter these days, right? Because it's not like there's fans. So yeah, it does That advantage of having a home game doesn't truly matter. It's actually at Anfield anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, and obviously, Tottenham. Big, big, big thing. Problem with Tottenham is Mourinho. He hasn't got a plan B. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. They, they look terrible, man. Even yesterday, I felt I was watching the game and I fell asleep and I feel sorry for Son. It's Son's like, probably thinking, I need to get out of here. The the thing with Mourinho is he sucks the life out of every team. You got players yeah. like Son. You got players like Kane. And you're playing this, like, conservative football, almost, like. So he's basically just, like, you know, he wants to sit back and let teams at Brighton come at you. Are you are you feeling all right? Like, you just don't do that. If you're a top four team, you go at these teams, especially uh, Brighton. Yeah. But he's just sitting back. You know, Trossard was all over him. Um, what's the other guy's name? Neil Mopé. These guys were just all over him. And, then, and the thing is... Mourinho doesn't have an answer for it and he's always just constantly moaning whether it's his players, whether it's the ref, whether it's just the weather, whatever, you know, Covid. He's just moaning and I, I think he's a terrible manager. Honestly, I do. 
I, I think he's a genius, and, and you're going to laugh. The reason I say he's a genius, he's a genius at collecting money from all these teams. Oh, yeah. Because we signed a three-year contract, 18 months in, he'll get fired, and he'll just sit back and enjoy. Yeah. He must, if you look in, in history, he must be the manager that's probably collected the most revenue from not actually being employed. Absolutely, and, and, and this is what he, I think he thrives on it, to be honest. He, he knows exactly what he's doing. He does this two-year stint everywhere. And the third season is the season when he starts cocking up. It's always the third season. Have you noticed that? Yeah. So, so you know, let's see anyway. But uh, to be honest, he sucks the life out of all teams. And to be honest, I don't mind him doing it to Tottenham because, as you know, I hate Tottenham, you know. Yeah. And you guys have, have something as well. So for us, it's, it's a good thing to have him as a manager there. Let him stay there for as long as possible, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, it's gonna. This season's gonna be an ama- uh, interesting season. Um, and yeah, like like I said to you guys, I think the COVID situation has really, really changed the whole dynamics of the league, especially because, hey. No, the games have come too quick and too fast, and the preseason hasn't been there. The training regime, the fans not being there, has made all the difference in the world. Just the fans not being there has been a big difference, especially for you guys and for Liverpool. Like our stadium, and for everyone, man. I mean, the fans. You know, no, you're not going to see no fans at stadiums this season at even fifty percent capacity. Not happening. But um, uh, what about Messi? Me- Messi, that contract situation being leaked. He's out. There is no way I see Messi re-signing with Barcelona. We have to yeah, see. I mean, yeah, they've turned a the corner. In terms, of their perfor- in terms of their performance, they've turned a corner. I mean, I've been watching them closely for the last couple of weeks now. And they really have turned a corner. And Messi looks a little bit more happier. And, and him and Griezmann have started to click. Um, so yeah, I've seen that. But in that situation, I don't, I don't care what player you are. If your contract details get leaked... Where is he going to go, though? Run out. You're out. Where is he going to go? Who's got the money to pay for him right now? PSG Man City. It's Man City, yeah. Yeah. Back to Guardiola. You're going to laugh. My son said, imagine if Messi came to Liverpool. And I was like, I would cry. Look, your son's a kid. He's allowed to dream. I'll leave it as that. Yeah, I think I'm dreaming as well. But imagine that did happen. Oof. That would be my dream. But yeah, guys... um, yeah, it's been a pleasure having you guys on again. Um, Kevin, any last words from you today? Um, yeah, I was just looking at the table. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, Man City to win the league. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. Bad Man that's City as well? Man City, yeah, done. Sorry. Sorry, guys, I'm going to tell you this. It's Liverpool winning the league again, you watch. And on that note... I'm going to say see you later to you guys. Thank you very much for coming on the show once again. It's been a pleasure having you guys on. And I'm glad we're back. Nice show. All right, guys. Take care. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's been um, an amazing show once again with Bav and Kevin. Um, Just talking about football, just yapping away as we do. Um, and the transfer deadline just, you know, just came 
uh, came through as well. Uh, it's all done now. So big signings. Obviously, Liverpool made some massive uh, signings for them. Important ones. I mean, I wouldn't say the big signings, but it's important in terms of having two centre-backs now come in. So we can have Henderson back in midfield. It's going to be a little bit more of a... You know, back to normality kind of thing with the big game coming up with Man City. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. But overall, yeah, it's been an amazing show once again. Um, like I said, I was um, away for a couple of weeks due to illness. Um, it's been a tough few weeks, but yeah, back now, feeling a lot better. And I'm just glad to be back on the show once again, guys. Thank you very much. Um, and nice speaking to you guys. And I'll see you soon. Take care.